0: expert strategies with Joe Welliu. And Joe, it takes a lot more to win these days, doesn't it?
1: You know, it does. Brands and companies that we talk with, industry leaders that I talk with, are, are constantly revisiting how they cut through the noise, how they win the hearts and minds of the customers, how they maintain those existing relationships, protect those existing relationships, and then win additional business and market share. And it is getting more complicated in terms of how to actually exit. It's simple in theory, but much harder to execute. And one of the topics that I, that I wanted to talk about today was personalization uh, in the industry and what that means.
0: And how do we deploy that, so to speak, in a world yeah. that goes increasingly <laughs> digital?
1: So so first of all, personalization, when I talk about personalization as, as a strategy to increase market share, win more customers, win the hearts and minds of the consumers, personalization is at fundamental level about trust. It's about them feeling like you get them as a customer. You understand them. And I'll give you an example of where trust is broken and eroded and where opportunities are missed and revenue is missed ultimately Say, for example, you have a customer that they've already been signed up with your company. They've been signed up on from a form or an app or something. And they want to do a transaction, you're asking them to fill out their... Information again, or they've already started a loan process, for example, and then they get something again the next day and they have to put in their key and their information again, right? That makes them feel like you don't have a deep connection to them. It makes them feel like there's friction in their relationship, right? Another example would be let's say you have started to become a customer and you're still getting marketed to and messaged to like you're like you're not a customer, right? Oh, sure. That yeah. just sincerely deteriorated that opportunity that we had to build more of a relationship foundation and a high trust foundation versus where a lot of companies have focused a lot of their innovation on, which is purely transactional. And transactional means they don't have a deep emotional connection. They don't have that high trust experience with you and it makes them less likely to either do business or do business again with you in the future.
0: So how does an organization begin to find the areas where they may be vulnerable by committing some of these these examples that you've just shared?
1: So we've talked about it in the past that really auditing, continuously auditing the customer journey, the customer experience from end to end. And, And what does that mean? So if I think about a customer experience, it's absolutely any touch point that the customer has with your organization, with any of your employees, team members, salespeople, processors, anybody in the company that has a touch with your brand and then any place that they interact with you in digital, on digital and social media and things like that. So you have to look at that entire experience and you think about how can we make that, how can we make it more personal? So number one, I tend to segment things in two ways, right? I look at both pre-transaction. So customers that you're targeting and going after that net new business, and then also your past customers, right? And there's personalization that should be happening in both places. So on the front end, the pre-transaction stuff, I want to be able to segment down that particular customer and what is specific and unique to them. What kind of a loan are they looking for? Which bracket are they in? Are they a first-time home buyer? Are they downsizing? Uh, Are they looking for a reverse mortgage? Are they looking for a home equity line? What, What product is unique to them? Because most likely, that particular product is tied around a life event that they're experiencing right? Maybe they're trying to buy their dream home. Maybe they're trying to buy that first house. They're starting a family. Whatever it is, is probably tied to a life event. So the, the deeper that you can connect to them in your messaging in a more relevant way around that life event and make it less transactional and more relationship focused, the better that customer experience is going to have. And you know, there's a million studies out there that that prove when you can form that bond with that customer in that deep high-trust relationship, that is going to be a very long-term profitable customer.
0: So it starts with the audit.
1: Yeah, it starts with auditing the process on the front end. And then as I'm looking there, I'm thinking all of the different ways. And this goes into the application, the way they initially inquire, the way they can find information and the options they have to to look at information that's relevant to them, right? And so assuming you're successful in giving them a personalized experience and, and relating to them very quickly and making sure you're relevant and making sure that you're giving them a high-quality experience, then you have the opportunity to do a transaction. So during the transaction, how are you interacting with them and engaging with them? So part of personalization is really communicating in the way they want to be communicated with. Okay so if you're calling them and leaving them voicemails to get documents right that's not considered personal some people might <laughs> consider it personal if it's a certain demographic that may be the way you have to do it but in large part understanding those things and those nuances is going to be a difference maker it's why everybody has invested so much in technology that can do a lot of these things. But it's the actual execution that tends to get missed a little bit. And the personalization suffers, right? And therefore, you miss a lot of the net benefit, the net impact, the growth impact that you could have if you were properly utilizing personalization, along with all all that new tech that you've spent millions on. It
0: almost on the surface seems counterintuitive that more technology helps you have more personalization. But if you do it right. that's Well,
1: it allows you to do it at scale, right? So you can only really develop and foster a certain number of personal relationships and then you max out as a human being, right? <laughs> so if you've got a salesperson and you're an organization, you're trying to really enable your salespeople to do this at scale. That's where chat comes in right? So now I can have a 360 degree view of this customer. I have a lot of data that you've probably collected. And by the way, there's a lot, of course you have to abide by privacy and best practices and all of this, but by the way, your customers expect that you have data on them. They really do. People know that their digital footprint, if you will, is out there. They're used to seeing if they go to look at a pair of shoes, that pair of shoes is going to follow them around online for the next two weeks. (laughs) They understand that happening. And so it's almost a surprise when they start doing business with a lender for example that doesn't have that same anticipation of who that person is and they expect that you have that information a lot of information on them and that you're going to use it intelligently not to not against them or not in a negative way but to help anticipate how to best serve them Does that, that make makes sense
0: yeah perfect sense this is great examples great topic so what are the key takeaways and really what do people need to do going forward to really take this in and run with it
1: Yeah. So ultimately, I think to continue on the really that audit process, number one is looking organizationally. Are you set up to do it at scale? Meaning uh, all of your departments, your systems, your technology, are there silos there? Or are you breaking down those silos so that you truly have 360 degree view of your customer and potential customers? And then are you able to take action on that information across departments, that's a that's a key component, and but the bank customers that we talk with a lot really are challenged with this many times because the information is very siloed in many cases, right? And so it's not it's not translating over, so it's not something that happens overnight. But you have to be mindful of what the goal should look like, what that should what that perfect scenario should look like, and what it should look like is you should be able to have silos removed from your internal processes. And Systems. You should be able to have customer information that's accessible across departments and then be able to leverage automation and technology to take action on that data and information about the customer to give them better experiences to anticipate what they're looking for, whether it be the type of product to communicate with them in the way they want to be communicated with, and then ultimately give them a superior high quality experience that's based on you having a a high trust, high value relationship with them versus just, I'm going to fill out an application and we're going to do a deal and I'm going to forget about you. So really, Kelly, the moral of the story on personalization is the brands, the companies, that figure out how to execute personalization at scale are gonna win. They're gonna win the business in the future at an exponential rate. You're gonna see continued consolidation in the industry and the people that are figuring out how to take all of the things they've been working on and leverage personalization are gonna win.